Hey, y'all. My name is Bryant Young. And Derek Cheney. Here with the Decent Dads Podcast. We had a fun episode this time around. Oh, we did. One of our good friends, uh, Andy Peebles. Yeah. He, he hopped on today. Um, episode she, five. Like, oh, we are on five. We're getting... Halfway to double digits. <laughs> Close one. Home stretch, baby. Yeah. Home stretch. But, uh, but no, Andy had he had uh, he had some funny stories uh, work wise that involved yeah. parents. Um, well, it, it, it's so much fun. Again, we've known Andy for so long. We we like to have those fun conversations, but then we also get the opportunity to, you know, just tell some of those things that are so relatable from one dad to the next. I mean, right. inevitably we're going to end up going to the hospital and we're going to talk about it. So right. it was a lot of fun. Yep, it was. It was. It was a great episode. Uh, can't wait for you guys to hear it. So yeah, um, without further ado, let's just jump right into it. Here we go. Good evening, folks, and welcome back to the Decent Dads Podcast. We're here to tell dad jokes, drink coffee, and build a community of dads navigating fatherhood together. I'm Bryant Young. Fearless leader, co-host, girl dad, and your friendly local insurance agent based out of Springfield, Missouri. And now, before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he's a six foot three sophomore shooting guard from small town Missouri. He wishes he was a first team All-American, but instead, he is the coolest co-host with the most, a fantastic father of two, and the home loan expert. Folks, put your hands together and welcome the incomparable... Mr. Derek Cheney, how are you, Derek? Doing, uh, doing great. All right, the golf clap. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a good day for a good day, boys. It's uh, a good day for a good day. That, it's funny. That's why I tell my boys every time I wake them up in the morning. I'm like, guys, it's a good day for a good day. That's nice. Yeah, it's and very then, pleasant. It is, you know. But then Liam's like, I'm a dinosaur. Rawr! And I'm just like, <laughs> all right. Good, didn't get good the point, Liam. Good talk. Yeah, I think you missed it, but okay. But thanks, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, went right over his head, but he'll get there. Uh, but yeah, no, super excited today. We have another great, great guest sure uh, on the show. Great, uh, quite we, generous, right? I think we, we both. Well, I've known Andy for a while. You've known Andy since what? Andy and I have known each other since third grade, I believe. Third grade. Unfortunately, okay, he think, has. I think you you had a, an earring at that time. Um, the <laughs> earring was in fifth grade. Thank you. Okay. Um, that's a story for a different time. Can't wait Andy. to hear that one. <laughs> Uh, I get that out there right off the bat. Yeah, just really make sure everybody knows. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we have uh, Andrew Thomas Peebles, Esquire, oh <laughs> aka Andy Peebles, aka AP, uh, with us today. So uh, so Andy, obviously, me and Brian know you uh, know you very well. I've known you for quite a sure. while, but oh, uh, yeah. but a lot of our listeners probably don't know you. So if you will, you know, tell us All who seven you, of them who you are. <laughs> What it is that you do, uh, give us your dad resume, you know, how many kids you have, what are their ages, who's your favorite, go from there. Sure, sure. Well, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> what, what, what an intro, though. I yeah. mean, I'll tell you what, I, I didn't know what to expect coming on here, but, uh, I mean, you've got this thing down. Yeah. You've got it down pat. I will say early on in this, little concern about the longevity. Uh, of this show, if I'm one of the first four or five <laughs> guests, you're, you're kind of scrounging the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, now. Really having you, to work. You got to have other now. friends. You got to have other more interesting <laughs> friends. But that's okay. Um, yeah, Andy Peebles. I've, I've, I've known you guys for a long, long time, Brian. Mm-hmm. Probably longer than I'd like. Um, fair. Like, fair and, enough. And, yeah. yeah, estate planning attorney here in town. Been doing that for about seven years. Uh, Mizzou grad. Graduated undergrad and law school at Mizzou. And uh, married to a great wife, Courtney. And we've got two children, uh, Eliza, who is uh, just over two years old, and then George, who is seven months, going on eight months, uh, yeah, baby. here in just a week or so. So 
two of each or one of each, two kids total. I got the math. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've had problems with guests and math before, <laughs> so I, I think we're okay for now. Um, really glad you're here, dude. Um, again, I've known Andy for a very very long time. We were children together, like running around the elementary school soccer fields together. So um, I'm really excited to have Andy here, and we've also become better friends as our wives have become friends. Which right. Why is that the thing that happens uh, when we get older? That it, right. you don't get to be friends with people unless your spouse is friends with them too, almost with their significant other too, because it's it's kind of hard to spend time with people. But only, you know, if if Courtney really didn't, I know Courtney doesn't really like me, but like she's stuck with it because she likes Liz. Sure, sure. Yeah, your your, your wife kind of becomes your mom. Um, <laughs> like when like when you were a child. That's so true. You know, your, your mom's Accurate. like, look, that is someone I don't want you hanging out with, so we're not hanging out with them anymore. <laughs> And that's it. And that's you. You go. Well, yeah. I want to. Like, they're 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 all they're good people. It's like I'm sorry. No, that's yeah, not. Sorry. it's not going to happen. Them's the break. Yeah. Sorry, that's pal. It. So so you have to uh, do a podcast so that you can hang out with exactly. your friends that exactly. your, your wives excuse. don't like. Yeah, this is our excuse. We want to drink coffee and uh, hang out in the basement. So I, I, I told Derek right when I got here. I was like, uh, I told Courtney. You know, my wife was like, I'm gonna go do a podcast. She's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what you're gonna do? What it was like? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a really huge podcast. Thousands of listeners mm. across the world. And not yet, uh, but we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, okay, have fun. Just get out of the house, please. Please go away. Yeah, please no. leave us alone. Um, well, speaking of the podcast, we have a handful of things that we do every episode, and we always start out with the infamous tantrum of the week. Um, inevitably, everybody's going to have a tantrum that they dealt with. A week is probably long enough for seven or eight tantrums, uh, mm-hmm. so tantrum At of the least. week is a little redundant. Um DC, you want to start it up this time? What tantrums uh, did you have? Yeah, it's funny. You know, I was talking to Allie before this, and I was like, ah, I was like, what tantrum should I bring up on this episode? We had some, we had some good ones this week, <laughs> um, and so we finally we uh, nailed down one. Um, so I mentioned on other episodes, uh, my oldest Liam. You know, he's he's definitely a daddy's boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, works, you know, super tight. So when we're driving around um, for whatever reason in my truck, you know, I'm driving Allie's passenger seat. In the back, Liam's on the passenger side, and Brody's in the middle. So when we get out, it makes sense for me to grab Brody, Allie to grab Liam, right? Yep. Well, Liam doesn't like it whenever Allie gets him out of his car seat. Okay. Um, he wants Dad to get him out of his car seat. So we get home. We ran and grabbed dinner, and I brought it home the other night. Parked in the garage, and uh, I'm getting Brody out, and Allie's trying to get Liam out, and he's, of course, you know, losing his shit because he wants Dad to... <laughs> Come, dad come, does it differently. Right? Yeah, right? Dad does it better. Dad, Fix it. Dad pushes those two buckle buttons differently. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so I get Brody out. I'm walking around. Allie finally gets Liam out. And he's still, he's losing it, even though he's out of the car seat. Uh, he's in the garage. And normally when he does that, you know, we'll just, we'll like walk away, be like, hey, you know, we're going to go eat dinner. Like, come on. And he'll, he'll follow us typically and kind of, you know, get over his tantrum. Well, not that day. Um, we're walking through the garage, and me, Brody, Allie, we all walk inside because we have like three or four steps uh, up into the, the kitchen there. And Liam was behind us, and then he just stops. He stops at that top step, and he's just crying. Not oh, like no. he's hurt or injured, just just whining, crying, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. We're like, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and start eating dinner, and he'll, you know, he'll be fine. He'll come over there once he realizes we're not really, you know, paying attention to him or giving in to his, his little tantrum there. And is that where you insert and, the meme 12? minutes later but seriously <laughs> was it really oh like we're we're eating there and it, it, at least 10 minutes went by <laughs> and he's still just standing there on the top step just like crying and whining oh, and it's funny because i was thinking about it, i'm like 
I'm the type of person I'm like, I'm not going to go get you. Like, you're going to get over it and you're going to come over here mm-hmm. and eat your figure dinner. This out. Yeah. Well, he has that same attitude. Go figure. You're going to come get me. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere until you come get me. And, you know, and well, finally, Allie, she doesn't have that same attitude. Thank goodness. <laughs> and so she goes over there, gets him, comforts him. He's fine. Um, he starts eating at that point, and, and it's all good. But, uh, but yeah, the little things they get. This get was all started. stemming from pushing the buckle buttons. Well, no, yeah, just from Allie getting him out of his car seat so that we can How go play. How dare she? Right? I, know, though. <laughs> I, I mean, can't I'm, believe I'm kind of on Liam's side. I, I had a long talking to her after yeah, dinner. Yeah, thank you. Don't is you? that because appreciate your mentality that. is more like a two, three, four-year-old? Absolutely. Than, than, okay, just checking. I think you know that. Yeah, I'm fully aware. <laughs> what about your tantrums? Do you have any tantrums this week? You know, our tantrums recently uh, have been with Eliza, our, our oldest, our little girl, um, mostly centered around bowel movements. Mm. So she's afraid to poop. Uh, oh, no. She's terrified of pooping. She thinks uh, it's scary. She thinks it's going to hurt her. She thinks it's a demon exiting her body. What? Uh, and so she. How have I not heard of this? Right? Oh yeah, this is a fun I'm... thing. This is something that's just come up, okay. and it's been it's been a great a time. Problem. Yeah, really in exciting. The people's household over the last month or so. And this isn't potty training or anything. This. Well, we, we're kind of in the middle of potty training. Okay, that's she, what I thought. She's good at. She she understands how to hold it, and and she's good at, at number one. Number two is a different story, mm-hmm. and um, basically she holds it in until the point where an explosion is about to happen and sometimes sure. it does and then that's oh, great too kid. but so basically we we know she has to go she's in pain she uh-huh. can tell she's irritable and it's like you're gonna go to the go to the bathroom it's yeah, just yeah. do it yeah, like just, just get this done and so we'll sit her down and she's just screaming and just bawling and like like hitting us like like no i have to go i'm done it's not coming i can't do it and this oh goes gosh. on for like 10, 15 minutes, and then finally it's like, fine, if you're not going to do it, it's fine. Just just go poop on the floor. You know, and which which happens. Oh, yeah. I was going like, to say, yeah. how often as do soon you as you put that diaper that. back on? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. I mean, she she honestly is a pretty good kid, but mm-hmm. that that has been just unbelievably That's the one thing. challenging, and it's just <laughs> so frustrating. Because it's like, we know you will feel better. Right. And, sure. and right. as an adult, Pooping feels good. I know this. Yes, right? yeah, we all know yeah. this. Like pooping, pooping been is there, a good done thing. That. Like, yeah. A lot of times, spend, it's the highlight of my day. Like, absolutely. That's why we spend 20, 25 minutes on the on the pot. You know, um, and the phone helps too. So, yeah, yeah but, just you know, Instagram. But she doesn't is a get dangerous. That yet. She's thing. like, she's like, this is a this is a dangerous activity. This could hurt me, and I'm not going Poor to do it. Kid. So that's that's kind oh, of where we're at right now. That's with, funny. With her. I have with, not heard that one. Before. Yeah, that's yeah, that's new to me. Yeah, I, I'm, he's potty training you're in the middle of it elsie's not quite there yet mm-hmm. like we have the little potty training toilet thing in our house and we have periodically set her on it but that's mostly just because we're gluttons for cleaning up somebody else's poop out sure. of a smaller toilet than a normal toilet yeah i don't really know why we felt the need to do that but we have it um our tantrum this week has just been super generic elsie still has not been feeling well um we went to the hospital last Sunday mm. with 104 fever and oh, that. all that crap. I crossed that one off the uh, the the new dad checklist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but as a result of that, she has had some mystery virus for like four, five, six days, and we've just been trying to get her better from that. And it's been fights about. I'm not hungry. I want to go to bed, but I don't want to go to bed, and I'm not going to go to bed, and I'm going to sit there and 
alligator roll. We've started calling it the, the alligator death roll because she just <laughs> will sit there on your mm-hmm. lap trying to get her to sleep, and she's just rolling. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's like, please, just, yep. I want to read more books, going back to Travis. Yep. Like, yep. Trav started at 15 books a night, and he's got it down to four. Um, Elsie, I, I read her the same book seven times. Yep. Um, and we're and we're gonna read, we're, yeah. and, and I'm fine with that. But the seventh time I have to read about Elmo and and you know Bert and Ernie going to sleep, and it's like a ten page book, and mm-hmm. it's the same forty words over and over and you over start again. Dreaming about it, yeah. oh, it's a real problem. So again, my tantrums are not very funny this week. But, yeah. uh, well, it's just one of those things that we all deal with. I feel yeah. like. Well, you know what? It sounds like you could probably use you know a good dad hack. A good or, dad hack. Or, or yeah, baby. What a transition that was. So you know. Andy, that's something we always ask all our guests. You know, what's a good dad hack you have, or some good dad advice? So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, what do you what do you got? You know, I was thinking about this, um, and I think honestly, one of the best things for me is is setting my alarm earlier than I would generally get up, mm-hmm. just to have literally my alone time. Right. Because once the kids get up, uh, the day's chaos. You know, trying to get them yeah. ready for. For bed so or for, for so uh, good, good or, you know, ready, ready for school. Try to go to work, and then once you get home from work, they're still you know wired up. It's time for dinner. Dinner's its own issue. <laughs> um, so it's like you. I mean, you really have to get up, do the things that you want to do, just in your own time. Mm-hmm. Fill up your cup, so to speak, before you can feel like you're ready. Yeah. You know, for to, to to deal with the tornado, the joy tornado that, <laughs> that is, is children, children right. being awake. So, sure. so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get up like an hour earlier than I usually do. I'll I'll do some reading, I'll, I'll you know, d- do some scripture reading or, or do some work or, or whatever it is just to kind of get my mind right for the day. And then days that I do that, which is not all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some days it just doesn't sure. happen. Yeah. But days that I do that those days are so much better than the days where I'm just waking up late because I wanted to sleep in yeah. and then it's just chaos because yep. your day is just so different. So that's big for me. Well, yeah. and so I was, I wanted to make sure and remind you of this because you actually gave me really good dad advice when Elsie was really young. You said something that kind of rem- is vaguely reminiscent of what you just said is that wake up early with the kid. Mm-hmm. And and spend a little time with the little one, particularly when Elsie Elsie couldn't move or Eliza couldn't move. It was one of those deals. Where it's like, hang out with them, drink, have you know, get your coffee, get your morning coffee, and just spend a little bit of time with you and the little one. Right. Let mm-hmm. your spouse sleep, but also get some good dad kid time in. Time. And yeah. I I've loved that and and started doing that because you told me about it. And so that's that's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like. We again, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this is to have these kind of conversations to say, hey, thanks, because you offered some good advice <laughs> yeah. and we appreciate that. Um, we want to build that community and, and let people have those kind of conversations um, back and forth about that. Um, my dad hack is something that I heard. Social media is a real pain in the ass, but it's also pretty good for just like really short good one-liners um and the one that i heard the other day was show them what to do rather than what not to do um Mm -hmm. we we struggle with elsie at dinner um she wants to toss food (laughs) and instead of getting for for the longest time i would just go elsie no 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 we just want to you want to eat the food don't throw the food don't do that don't don't no no stop stop and and that doesn't help and so I've, we've started doing, we started mimicking eating the food or, you know, ooh, look, I'm going to take a bite of it. It's really good. And it's helped so much. 
Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like my mother and father have a cat that is a 17-year-old cat. Oh. Um, Metro. I'm still alive. You'll, you'll get a laugh out of this. Metro. You remember that one? Um, that was one of those obnoxious nicknames that I had in high school. Um <laughs> Metro. I'm bringing that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well should. This, no, that's fair. This is a new, it's back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You fair. Just put it out there. Um, but that like 17 year old cat, um, obviously, you can't pet the cat very hard. And a little kid doesn't know that. And so we had to work on mimicking nice pets right. as okay. opposed to wailing on the, on the cat like you do with our dogs because our dogs are right. impervious to damage. Like they're just dogs. But we liked the idea of. Tell them what to do. Show them what to do, as opposed to telling them no, don't do that because yeah. it's they, they they don't understand no, they just understand here's what what to do. Or, right. So that was that yep. was one yep. that Positive I really liked. Enforcement. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always good. As yep. a negative person like myself, that's I struggle with that sometimes. <laughs> that's hard for you to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean, yeah. Little kids. I mean, I think that's one thing we take for granted is they don't really understand. You know what you're saying all the time Mm -hmm. but they understand what you're doing Mm -hmm. you know they can see that so i think yeah showing them that's a big thing you know andy i I love what you brought up there um as far as you know waking up early uh because that's something i try to do as well too and just get you know an hour or two in the morning just have it to myself you know and get ready for the day i gotta know what time your guys kids get up that you can eight o'clock seriously what about you they sleep until eight yeah oh what about your munchkins what time are you getting up at four in the morning they're usually up at like between seven and seven thirty, um, is so when you're they, getting up is at five. Wake up six thirty, six six thirty. My alarm's usually you know, well. I set it up at five thirty, five forty-five, and then Holy. inevitably snooze it. Yeah, yeah, sure. I was like, no, it's five thirty. Yeah, no, I'm not getting out of yeah, bed. Yeah, nighttime Andy's an idiot. Like, <laughs> what morning Andy? What hates psychopath Andy. wakes yeah, up at five thirty? Why would Jeez. I do this? And then finally, it's like, all right, I need to get up. So I usually get up about five forty-five or six. Okay, and just have right. about an hour. Good for you um, to make the coffee, yeah. get ready, all that kind of stuff. I didn't mean but, to derail that, but no, I, no, I had no, that no. thought where I was like, yeah. God dang, what time are you guys getting up? You're jealous. I get it. Yeah, I am jealous. But no, I like that. But then too, on the other end of the day, you know, and I think I brought this up. Was the last episode or the one before, anyways? Um, where after they go down for bed, mm-hmm. me and Allie, we we basically don't talk to each other for like twenty or thirty minutes, and we both just decompress yeah. for the, from the day, right? And then after that, then we have adult we conversations, sure. and because yeah. I mean, have I feel to. you you need that, right? Because yeah. you're just so in tune with your kids all day, or, or at least when you're with them throughout the day, that um, you know you need those adult mature conversations oh, 100%. to remain sane mm-hmm. um you know so that's yeah that's that's one thing that we do there are yeah. times there are times in the day especially monday through friday that courtney and i will literally not and not intentionally but we won't say a word to each other yeah. until after dinner after yeah. the kids are down it's like hi yeah. it's like how are hi. you it's how was your day hi, yeah. i love you i'm married to you it's really nice <laughs> like, what'd you do today like what's going on yeah and because like even in the morning she'll she'll usually sleep in a little bit um which she deserves that sure right? of course Absolutely. but yeah. so so we won't see each other as much in the morning until kids are getting ready and it's just kind of chaos so but you have to do that and i think you're mm-hmm. right because once the kids go to bed it's like you just need to just stop i need nothing right I need, yeah i need yes. silence work was crazy the kids are crazy yes. but yeah i think that's well and, and we've we've talked about that a couple of times so far that whether you have the spouse that stays home or the spouse that spends part of the time home with the kids mm-hmm. or you both work and at the end of the day when everybody's home it's that like time okay we get to spend time with our kid but you also have got to think about yourself a little bit because if you're not getting yourself right then you're just not taking care of your well, you gotta think right. of yourself and your spouse yeah well exactly too, right because you you do get so distracted by the 100%. by the little ones those are good yeah i like um, those 
Okay, so I wanted to very quickly ask you. Um, so college football has some very specific rules. Um, I oh, know gosh. that due to recent uh, Mizzou football um, oh, losses, I figured I would ask, do you have any rule changes that you would like to see instated? <laughs> Maybe with like punting and when you're allowed to tackle the punter and whether it's okay or not. Could you elaborate on that? Any rule changes you'd like to see? No. No. Wow. <laughs> Really great Why? podcast, Sammy. I love you so Straight much. To the point. Why are you doing this? Okay. I don't know. This was this. I know this was planned. It's like, look, Andy's going to be so angry about this today. <laughs> Let's just bring that hey, out. I'm going to I'm going to show you my notes here. Andy it just Mizzou says, punter. Andy yeah. Mizzou punter, and that's hey. all it says on my notes. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I guess, do we want to do this? So I guess yes, for, for yeah. anybody who who doesn't understand what happened um, this week, Mizzou was playing a game, <laughs> playing Kentucky, one of their rivals. They they continue to lose to by just a few points every year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, all right, we need to win this game. You know, we stopped them. There's two minutes left in the game. Uh, we forced a punt. Kentucky snaps the ball over the punter's head. By like 20, yards. Like, uh, forever. It's, yeah. it's at the Mizzou 5 now, okay? Mm-hmm. So we're going to pick this up, and we're, we're going to have two minutes to just score from the 5, five. and win the game. Perfect. Game's over. Okay? How perfect. So some you know, Mizzou player's going out to tackle the punter because he's now a, you know, it's right. a live ball. Yeah. He tackles him as he gets a punt and off it's somehow. 40 yards from the lightest scrimmage. Yeah, miraculously punts the ball, gets hit. It's roughing the kicker. Um, because he was inside the tackle box. I don't That's understand the rule. how you have the same protections as a punter 40 yards <laughs> behind the you line need a of scrimmage. Room, okay? You just, just don't tackle anybody yeah. anymore. Yeah, just you know, make sure he gets the punt off, guys. Okay? Right. You know, put the pillow down. Make sure he's okay. So, yeah, I guess that would be one I hope they look at. Uh, it's nice that Mizzou can be the test case here, as they always yeah. are. Uh, well, just another way to lose. And so, I, and I thank you, it. Bryant. And I love that up. that question came from the guy whose team lost to the perennial powerhouse, the Liberty, Liberty Flames. The Flames. I, I think I don't, that's their mascot. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you even watch um, the game? Are you? Did you watch it? Yeah, unfortunately, I did yeah. watch it, and I was trying to avoid talking about it by bothering no, you. No, no, no. I was trying to no, avoid no, no. talking about it by bothering talk about you. Mizzou's incredibly unique way. <laughs> to lose games we're going to talk about your team well my team that almost lost to the local missouri state university Mm. bears um who have gone on to lose seven or eight games in a row for the rest of the season yeah um lost to the powerhouse that was the liberty flames yesterday so really really excited about that i that's not on our list i just wanted to talk shit thank you for doing um, that i love you buddy that's Um, um, here for you it's going to come down honestly i'll just say this real quickly to are the arkansas game the missouri arkansas game if Mizzou can be bowl eligible. Is that so, still is that still on? I apologize for interrupting you. Is that still on the Thanksgiving weekend? Like it's been several yeah, the day several after, years in a row. Okay, that's what I thought. Day after Thanksgiving, yeah. I believe it's in Columbia this year. Um, we need to put some heavy money on it. Yeah, we should. Mm, um, I like that. Like shaving our mustaches I said into. Money. I said oh, money. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did not say, I'm, I'm all right. If you're too big of a bitch, that's fine. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Uh, great stuff. Can I get a new, by the way, get a new coaster here? Yeah, I, I hate that you have coaster. to use that Go Hogs coaster. So, sorry, that was not part of our agenda. I just Thanks really wanted it to up, bother though. you. I was really I'm excited about home. it for you. Um, so, I want to talk about funny experiences from dadding. And, and we have talked about it in the past, specifically that dadding starts before you're actually a dad because you have to um, experience the hospital um, mm-hmm. with your significant other while mm-hmm. the baby is being delivered. Just because I've known you for as long as I have and I've had, we've had these conversations, I know you have some interesting stories about the hospital and your experiences therein. Um, would you elaborate? I know I never got 
the opportunity to cut the cord because Elsie was delivered um, via C-section. But I remember you telling me that I needed to really start doing some curls and stuff to prepare <laughs> for that. Can you elaborate on why you gave me that advice? Yeah. I mean, there, there's no classes to teach you how to cut the cord. And it, it's just yeah. like that that quintessential like, oh, you're the dad. You've you got to cut, cut the cord. cord. This sure. has been done yeah, yeah. for thousands of years. And if you get it wrong, you're not a good dad. And I could have told, you know, told you that. So, so the, I mean, literally, what's going on is the kid has just come out. For those of you who don't know how childbirthing works, <laughs> the kid comes out, um, and it's still connected to the mother's placenta, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to get any more uh, detail on this? Uh, uh, talk about the blood. Oh, the, yeah, blood everywhere. Uh, <laughs> sometimes poop. Uh, yes, that too. Yeah, as a matter of fact. This is a good episode, by the way. <laughs> um, Sorry, Courtney. <laughs> uh, Not with Courtney though. That but, was but, so, hers so, was so you've got, the most beautiful thing. Right. So you've got all this all this insanity going on. You're just like like in my case, and I'll just I'll just say like I was just blubbering like a baby. Yeah, like, sure. Did not expect to cry at all. But I'm just like, oh my god, it's like a child. Like I'm just bawling, and there's like, here, take these flimsy little hospital scissors and cut the cord. Like you need to do that quickly. And I was like, okay, sure, yeah. And you think it's just going to be like a little like snip, like right, are we good? You're cutting a rubber band. That thing yeah. is strong. You know, <laughs> that thing has got some girth to it. It is. It is, it takes you like I hear that all it's time. basically so. just like gnawing on it with the scissors for several <laughs> times, and then finally, oh, you're like, oh, I'm doing it wrong, and then it finally snaps. But <sighs> what a uh, yeah was not was not ex- expecting that, that yeah. experience. I was that... scared to death going into it because of your experience. Uh, I was like, shit, am I? <laughs> I'm not. I don't want to have that yeah. same problem. Where it's like I do. I gotta work on my little yeah. muscle up, yeah. but yeah, just with my thumb. Yeah. No, it's so it's so true though, because you know I don't know. See it on movies or whatever, but you think yeah, you're like you're cutting like a rubber band, right? right. Sure. That's right. What, that's what it looks like. Yeah. But then it's like no, that's just the outside. There's like some whatever's on the inside. Yeah. Some tough <laughs> sandy, stuff, there's some like, sandy heavy man, stuff in there. What? Whatever it was was keeping your baby alive. R- so right. I yeah. guess it needs to be yeah. strong. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Well, I have not had the opportunity to. Uh, I, I I didn't get to do that, so I have no yeah. I have no nothing to compare that to. Um, when when and I talked about this last week, but when we got there, I got live on coaching from one of the really nice nurses in that like pre triage room before mm-hmm. you go into the the birthing room. Um, that we should get live an egg sandwich so that she could have something in her stomach before she oh, ate right and so i had one too <laughs> did you have any did you nurse. did you like eat anything bad before you um de- helped your uh, a wife deliver did sure, you eat anything yeah. that was like uh, inappropriate like eggs like <laughs> not i had eggs, not eggs no no so yeah with with eliza first we got to the hospital at like seven or eight a.m i think uh ended up having her early afternoon but you know there wasn't a, like obviously so contractions tough. were happening and, and things like that, but nothing serious like where the baby was coming soon. So it right. was about lunchtime, and I asked Courtney, I was like, "Do you want to? You want me to get us some lunch? Like I think the nurses will bring you lunch. I'll run downstairs if that's okay." She's like, "Yeah, I think we've got some time." So I went downstairs to the hospital cafeteria. There's uh, craft sushi was there. It's delicious. Oh by yeah, the way. craft sushi is uh, our favorite spot. Is this man. an advertising thing? Do we right. get money for that? So we're we have we, should. we have been naming brands nonstop craft with the sushi. hopes that they will craft decide. Sushi. Michael, we love you. <laughs> and, it, and it is it is delicious. We have so, all of our podcast meetings at Crafts. It's so true though. <laughs> but I go down there and I I just got, you know, got my meal, got my lunch and and they asked me what kind of sauce I wanted. I, I don't really remember what the sauce was, but it was kind of a garlic based sauce. Oh no. Um, and severely garlic based oh, come no. to find out. So so I eat this whole thing up in the room and you know, obviously uh, you know, my wife is during childbirth and, and, and during, you know, the, the, the 
the term and pregnancy and all that kind of stuff. Women's senses are heightened. Oh, sure. Their smell is heightened. So let's keep that in mind. They can smell a lot stronger mm-hmm. uh, than they, they could normally. And so more wolf-like. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> compare, your, compare your wife yeah. to a wolf. Uh, She's strong and proud like a wolf. Right, right. That's I'm trying. That's I'm trying nice. really hard to dig my good way out of that one. Sorry. <laughs> so, so I eat this entire uh, sushi bowl with the garlic sauce. Uh, we start getting into strong contractions. She's in the middle of it, and I'm just I'm at her head, like coaching her through it. Like you got this, babe. You know, just 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 do your breathing exercises. And I'm just breathing this garlic sauce <laughs> in her face. I guess. All up in there. And, she, yeah. and of course, she, she's got other things going on. You know, she's she's kind of uh, busy at the time yeah, and, in, and in pain, and not a lot of not a whole lot of patience at sure. that time. She just turns to me and goes, "Can you stop breathing on me?" <laughs> Just, just go away. Do something. Stop breathing on me <laughs> because that your breath is horrible. <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. And so, luckily, we had like a big package of those like breath mints, like those those wintergreen, just super strong. Yeah, yeah. I popped like six in my mouth. Okay. And I was like, I'm not leaving this room. Yeah, like, no, do- I'm not so going I, anywhere. I, I ate probably fifteen or sixteen of those the last thirty minutes of pregnancy just to make sure that right. my, my breath was okay. That's so, hysterical. So, well, do not eat garlic based yeah. food. <sighs> when coaching your wife, well, at least you know she's not a vampire. Yeah, yeah. You know, there you go. That, that was I it. thought that too. Uh, I was so glad to hear that. You know, I have a, a somewhat similar of a story. It's not necessarily what I ate, but uh, when Allie was pregnant with uh, Liam, going through delivery and whatnot, um, she has her hair up in a ponytail, right? And you know, they're 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 leaning back and going forward, leaning back. So when they're doing that, the ponytail kind of comes out, like down here at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. Well, when Allie gets serious about, uh, you know, making sure Liam makes his exit, um, well, her hair's like down here and like hitting her neck. And she just looks at me and she's like, will you fix my mullet? <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're what? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, my hair, fix my hair. So guys don't know how to do ponytails, you know? So like I'm up oh, here like man. messing with her hair, trying to figure it out. And uh, you're doing it wrong. L- luckily, all the nurses were female, and one of them just hopped in there, <laughs> took care of it for her. Uh, second time around, wore a headband, didn't have to worry about that yeah, time. That so makes sense. Another, I guess that's more of a mom hack than dad. Well, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we hi- highly encourage that. Um, I didn't, fortunately, the egg sandwich, Liv was so distracted with meds and uh, you know, trying to get a child that wouldn't, well, a child with my head. Try sure, out. That's um, a real was was a real problem. Victory. So um, the fact that we had to go in and get her only made sense when you think about the size yep. of my noggin. And we actually ended up because Elsie was six days overdue. We ended up in the NICU. Elsie was the largest child in the NICU, probably that they had ever seen. Um, she was nine pounds eight ounces. Is that right? I think that's right. She was nine and a half pounds. And so she was gigantic compared to every other kid in there because she had sugar issues, but. One of the things that they made us do was that we had to stay there longer because we're in the NICU. Mm-hmm. And it was a sugar imbalance thing. And my wife didn't have – she was the cool as a cucumber person the entire time we were there. And partially because she still had a lot of those meds coursing through her veins. But also because inevitably she had a cooler head than I did. Um after we got done with the NICU, you know, Liv had had a C-section, and we had to go into a section called the Care by Parent Rooms, which is this god-awful 
It's like a halfway house um, between the NICU and going home. Okay. Um, <laughs> where where they don't monitor you as much as if you were in the NICU, but they still check on you every 12 hours. And they still charge you the same. And they, oh, yeah. fuck yeah, they do. <laughs> Pardon my French. Love you, Mercy. Um, we, yeah, they came in and checked her every, like, it was every six hours as opposed to every two or whatever the, right, whatever right. the time was. Um, but it was... So you, the 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 joke is that dad has to sleep on the little crappy couch in the in the mm. room, which inevitably go figure. We don't really care. That's we're there to take care of our our children and our significant others. But when we got into the care by parent room, Liv had just gotten done with a C section, and Liv was expected to sleep on one of those pull out couches. Oh my gosh! And I got in the middle of a nurse about it. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. So I want you to just explain something to me. Um, so my wife, who just had major surgery, is expected to sleep on that little piece of shit couch. And Liv <laughs> grabbed me by the back of my shirt and just dragged me back like two steps. And I stopped. But I was ready to just get in uh, the middle of a nurse about it because I was so pissed. But yeah, so I didn't have... Actually, Liv was the one with the uh, calm, cool, and collected experience in the hospital. And it was not, uh, not me. Go freaking figure. It's uh, nice to have that balance. Um, yeah, we need that. that in our she family was there to help. help yeah, out with that. that can, I, can I ask a question though? Because Please. that that actually brings up a, a point. So I didn't know that you had to pack like a care bag or like a bag, like a ready bag, when you're mm. going to the hospital. Did you read nothing? No, no. no. I mean, you that, were like early on. Like, well, I didn't know. I mean, that's things that you learn. Right? Sure, absolutely. So it's like what 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 were huge things that you all packed in your bag? Because one for me, because I knew that couch was there. I knew mm -hmm. it was right. coming. Yeah, and I'm not going to complain about it yeah because oh, you know, I know i'm not in as much pain as other people certainly no. uh, in the relationship at that time so just like a, like a super plush pillow like mm -hmm. you know a, a blanket all that kind of stuff and that was huge right. i went back to my boy scout days I packed all kinds pack of like tent. weird. Did you build a I, oh, fire in the room? Built like a what? fire, packed yeah, a tent. What is Look going? at the knots I can make, honey. Yeah. God, you guys suck. With the umbilical cord. You guys suck. You guys suck. <laughs> Let me help this old lady. Oh, no, I went and got like some of my like like that really nice but also super com compactable camp pillow that okay. came with me. And like I had learned years ago that your down jacket doubles as a really nice pillow and so i had that because also inevitably hospitals are cold and so i had had a jacket yeah. to wrap around that pillow and that was what i had done not tie knots in her umbilical cord you right. shitheads that's great though. you I shitheads love, <laughs> love you both so uh, much oh no fuckers. yeah it was funny <laughs> you know with your first one you overdo everything mm -hmm. um, no matter what it is um so yeah i know like yeah for me pillow was big blanket uh chain you know several changes of clothes and then Mostly though is all like stuff for you know Allie and what she oh, she, she yeah. needed or thought True. she needed you know at the time, and then the second one rolls around you're like oh, I just need a pillow and a pair of shorts and I'm good to right. go God. right so it's funny how that works so. I packed fortunately I overpacked but also we spent four or five extra days in the NICU so it was enough yeah, I, sure. I packed enough shit sure. yeah, but it just yeah. so happened that like I wore my last T-shirt the last day yeah yeah it is it is funny just how different each I guess each birth or child is, is different you know yeah. all the way from when they're born to even now at you know as their personalities are developing mm -hmm. how different they are but to, yeah so you know in, in i have two boys and they're still like they're so they're so similar but but uh so different at the same time too um you know you just you just have the one so yep. um you're, you're not I'm the yeah, I'm the wuss but, in this in this threesome yeah. here. Like I've only got one kid and I'm bitching You're about dad, it. Your so. dad, there's no there's no wusses in this <laughs> profession. Fair enough, yeah, touche. Fair enough. But uh, but Andy, you you have one of each. You got uh, a boy and right. a girl. Um, so 
you know, what what is that like as far as raising a boy versus raising a girl? Is there many differences like when they're this little or is it pretty similar? Mm-hmm. What's that look like? Yeah, so I think you're you're absolutely right. Just I mean, the, the first child you are just just over planning. You don't mm-hmm. know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so you're terrified. At least at right. least, you know, the men are. I think, sure. I think the, like you said, the women have Cool heads. I mean, it's, it's natural. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it is literally. It's a sign. It's unbelievable. It's just. It's incredible what they can do. And you're just sitting here, and you're just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do because mm-hmm. you're kind of helpless. I mean, right. you're you're not the one birthing this child. Nothing's <laughs> right. happening to your body. Yeah. So you should be the chill no. one. You yeah. should be right. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, you, you're helpless. You don't you don't know what to do. But but you're right. So that I mean, with our first, we we overpacked the hospital bag. With with George, it was much less. It was a lot of similar stuff, but but we were ready for it. We didn't have to pack it, you know, three weeks in advance like we did with Eliza. Right. Um, I think with the first child, you are overprotective about just everything mm-hmm. they do because like, you don't know what you don't, don't know. Don't walk too fast now, right. okay? And 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 George isn't walking yet, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he does, I mean, he's already doing stuff, and we're like, ah, he's fine. Just leave him in that room. He's okay. <laughs> you know, he's not going to roll off the bed because you've had the experience to know that. Like Eliza survived, right. so right. George will figure it out. And they're not as as bad as it sounds. They're not as fragile as what you no. think. No, hundred percent. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what's incredible. I was watch, all about a porcelain To watch dog. the yeah. nurses and the doctors. Oh my yep. gosh! Because yes. they, I mean, they yank them out yeah. once they're out. I mean, they're, they're not slapping. They're not slapping yeah. the butt anymore like they did. You know, like <laughs> in those eighties and nineties movies. Yeah, yeah right. You know, they're like slapping the baby to make them breathe. But it's like they're just manhandling. Yeah. It's like that's my child. Right? Yeah, Why don't yeah. you just Give relax, it a rest, boy? Give it a rest, yeah. would you? But they're, I mean, they see this every day. I mean, yeah, like yeah. eight, ten, fifteen times a day. So it's it's not new to them. Mm-hmm. And so you watch that, and you're like, all right, they actually are a lot more durable than <laughs> yeah. you think they are. So and and that that kind of comes into it with your second kid too, which I'm sure you know, Derek. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, but you're right. I mean, that's that's kind of how it was with us. And then difference between boy and a girl. I mean, they're still so young. It's it's hard to know personalities. But frankly, I mean, with your little girl, that's your little girl, right? Mm-hmm. You're already like thinking ahead to like, if she, you know, if she gets asked out, I'm inviting all of like my brother, my brother-in-law, all of my friends. Can we come over? And we're, and we're gonna <laughs> we're in. We're gonna have whiskey. Please, I'm gonna have a shotgun just sitting there. It's like, hi, how are you? It's like, are you gonna bring her back at seven forty-seven on the dock? <laughs> yeah. Make sure we've got Peyton there with all his tattoos and a wife beater. Absolutely. <laughs> or, yeah. or that scene from uh, Bad Boys that's, Two. Right. That's what I tell oh, everybody. Yeah. I, have you seen Bad Boys Two? Yeah. yeah. That's that's my the quintessential. That's what's gonna happen when my by the way, drunk uncle out. got that yeah. figured out. Drunk uncle's here. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Brian's going to be the one. Have you ever had sex with a man? Yeah. You want, you want, you want to? to? <laughs> it's great. But, but, I'm but, into it. Let's go. But that's, but that's your little girl, right? So yeah. you're already just super protective. I mean, and, and Eliza's daddy's girl right now. I mean, she's just, you know, she just wants always to be that's held awesome. and everything that's like great. that. And yeah. it's great. It's an incredible feeling. But also it's terrible. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Just wait. Yeah. But with but with George, and I don't know what it is, and I sometimes I feel bad about this, but it's like I'm I'm a little bit less, you know, I, I don't coddle him as much. Maybe it's because yeah. he's the second child, or maybe it's because he's a boy, or maybe it's because he looks thereof. and already acts as a seven-month-old a lot like his old man. It's like, God, <laughs> can't I, wait. I'm not, God, I can't wait. <laughs> God, I can't wait. But it's like, I'm not going to coddle you as much. Like, I love you just yeah. as much, mm-hmm. but it's like, I have no sympathy for your crying uh, as much. You know, it's, it's like, if you're going to cry, wow. cry, you're going to figure it out like yeah. you're a man, you know? You're a man? Yeah. Yeah. Seven up, months man. old, you're, you're a grown-ass man. Deal with your shit like one. Yeah, but it is. 
guys. I mean, that's and and I feel bad about it. And, and Courtney sometimes like, hey, hey, <laughs> relax. But but I but I talk to like my brother-in-law, and I've talked to other other guys with with boys, and they're like, it's true. Like yeah. you're just a lot. You know, I'm not rough with the baby, but they're like, you know, they've sure. got like seven and eight year olds, and they're like, you're just rougher with them. I mean, yeah. like the way you play is different, and 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 the it way is. you like treat them is different. It is. But yeah. it's funny how that how that difference is between those. Well, the one that I heard, um, or the the again the one liner that I heard some social media account somewhere was that and you're I, I assume that you'll be better qualified to talk about this as the kids get older and can start doing stuff and running around the house a little better but like little girls will break your heart little girls will bre- excuse me little girls will break your heart little boys will break your shit <laughs> and so like inevitably I will have more emotional damage than I will have physical damage yep. um, within my house you're going to have double duty just shit broken all <laughs> oh, over yeah. the place. <laughs> yep. And you're going to get a little bit of both. Yep. Yep. Um, so yep. I'm really excited about that for you guys. Um, <laughs> but I just, I really like that one liner. That, that is little, a great little girls will break yeah. your heart and little boys, will, little boys will break your shit. Yep. Been there already. <laughs> just, well, you, you guys just did a remodel. So I'm sure you got to let the kids just like draw on the walls and stuff oh, yeah, before it's, you. It's great. You know, you redo this whole house, have it looking all nice, and then your kids take over and, you know, shit starts breaking. But it, it's fine. <laughs> it's great. I'm okay. I'm over it. Uh, you lo- you seem like you're okay. Yeah, yeah. He seems really excited about it. <laughs> We're going to talk later. Yeah. After sure. Off the air here. So speaking of little kids and houses and stuff, obviously, as dads, sometimes we get to uh, spend the time with our kids single dadding. Whether it's you know letting mom sleep in, like you talked about earlier, or we we've got weddings on Saturdays, and mm-hmm. so you've got all day Saturday. Or like Liv hasn't been feeling well, and so I've been you know daddy on duty um, for the last couple of days. What are some of your like favorite kid distractions? Like, do you have anything? I talked a lot about not. I I, I thought I was going to be like the super granola dad that doesn't need screens for my kid. Uh-huh. Uh, we're just going to play with ourselves Must because be I'm so entertaining. In you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna yeah. the great outdoors. We're gonna build fires and tie <laughs> knots. Um, what are what are some of the, dist- the the kid distractions or the kid activities that you like with your munchkins? Yeah, so so th- that's funny that you say that about the screens because every parent is that way. Oh, yeah. oh I think we you're all start right. out that yeah, way. Every yeah, parent's yeah. like, you know what? I I would never let them just sit there with a screen at a restaurant. It's like <laughs> you oh, clearly really? don't have any kids. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you want a fucking bed? <laughs> there, there are time, there are times where the screen is absolutely the best distraction because yep. it's like we're in church or we're at a restaurant where mm-hmm. it's kind of quiet or we're in an airplane. You can watch. 17 you guys, hours. You guys have traveled with Bluey if you yeah. want to. Uh, but yeah. We love Bluey around so, here. So Bluey's the, a, a, a favorite Bluey's great. of the program. Bluey's good. It's, it's, I mean, it's fun for adults. And, yeah, and right? you can't get over those accents. Aussie accents right? are great. <laughs> so much fun. But anyway, but but I mean, that's 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 always got a place. The screen's great. But what we've tried to do, or at least what I, uh, Courtney and I have done, is is put music on and just and just have a dance party. Seriously, oh, I mean, just just yeah. introduce awesome. her. And Eliza lo- loves music, and and of course we grew up, you know, musical families, and so that's a big part of our lives. And we and we go to concerts all the time. Mm-hmm. We're gonna bring them, you know, pretty soon once Eliza's old enough. Cool. But just music is is huge, and then just getting outside. I mm-hmm. mean, we make the joke about Boy Scouts, yeah, yeah. But it is like we go for a walk around the yeah. neighborhood. We we, we go today. hiking or something if we have have the time. 
but I think those are great distractions because it's something we like to do. It's good for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, music's great. You can't, you can't. What beat kind that. of music are you getting into? Because I can't get Elsie entertained by anything other than like little kid Raffi or like something. You remember Raffi from our childhood? Yeah. Grief. Like something kid, Baby Shark, whatever. I I want so bad for her to be into '90s hip hop, but she won't do it. Um, <laughs> well, so, there's certain songs that aren't aren't too. Uh, have you she tried doesn't to know English yet. It's tried, fine. Tried Backstreet Boys yet? Yeah, no, I haven't she gotten there. Like do what? Are you, what are you just your music like Ben yeah, Rector stuff? Pretty or? much. I mean, we, yeah, Ben Rector's huge. I mean, he's he's <laughs> literally just our our favorite artist, and he's sure. just got such good music. It's just like kids love it. It's it's wholesome. You know, you you're not worried about like big curse need, words coming in. Right. Ben yeah. Rector's great. Uh, bluegrass is just fun. Yeah, kids, really? kids hear bluegrass. You can't listen to bluegrass and not want to dance, right? <laughs> and maybe it's just sure. me. maybe that it's just sense. hillbilly and me. He has Southwest Missouri podcast. I want to, yeah. But I, I think that's huge. Southwest Missouri podcast. Yeah, I was like, hillbilly, Ozark Mountain Daredevils. I want to see <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. I bet you do, too. Okay. So I will say this real quickly. So I've got kind of a playlist when I, if I have to sing the kids to bed, uh-huh. like if they're just having a tough time going down, I've got my playlist. Tell me about the last time you sung the kids to bed, DC. Mm, well, I do sing a song every night. We, uh, we wrote, All right. We rotate. Good for you. I stand corrected. Hello, little John. Uh, Allie sings a song. <laughs> Dad sings a song, and then Liam sings a song to go to bed. And cool. Obviously, obviously, Brody can't you know talk yet, so it's just mom and dad. Right. And actually, to the Le- window. Yeah, yeah. They love to the wall. Really get some, get some. <laughs> but the Daredevils are part of that, and the yeah. Eagles. You know, those are. I mean, Tom Petty. I mean, there's oh, yeah. just the classic rock stuff. But, oh, that's But funny. I think music's been huge, and that gets them. You know. Away from yeah, the screen, cool. I like that a lot. dances, and and then just getting outside. Yeah, I think that's big. I wanted so bad to get Elsie, and and one of the first like handful of songs that I was introduced to as a kid, the first song I knew every word to was ACDC Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap because <laughs> my dad thought it was hilarious to teach me that but that also translated where Elsie and I have been listening to ACDC in the car um, and I, she will sing dirty deeds done to cheap from the back seat like it's just gonna happen i'm so excited That's about great. that i love it but what about you kid distractions uh, well what first you got? of all uh andy uh, i need a video of your bluegrass dancing <laughs> i need to see that yes, sometime please. i don't film myself Derek. um but maybe courtney can help yeah. but she's got blackmail but uh yeah i'll, I'll text courtney after <laughs> yeah we'll get I'll that handled don't worry uh but uh but no it, it's funny she said dancing so yeah liam he loves music too it doesn't matter what the genre is like if he hears it on a movie or whatever he'll just hop up and start dancing uh awesome again that's Bro- fun brody can't do that yet so <clears throat> the kind of funny one that we have is liam's really into legos now and like building however he doesn't so glad to know that he doesn't build like you know anything other than a tower so mm-hmm. he just stacks them all the way up right well so that keeps him entertained mm-hmm. well brody's thing that keeps him entertained is knocking, knocking down, down that tower yeah, that's two little brothers <laughs> go figure like yeah. two brothers so liam builds it up Brody knocks it down, and then Liam has to build it back up again, and so that keeps him entertained for a good hour. Does he get pissed? Hour. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. he does, sure. and, he, and he loses it, and then other times he's like, ah, oh, Brody Bear. And then Brody <laughs> Bear. That's, I love that. That's funny. too cute. I mean, it's ridiculous. But, uh, but no, um, yeah, speaking of ridiculous and, uh, yeah. and kids, um, Andy, with, with your work, you know, you, you deal with a lot of, you know, wills and, and, and trust. Estate planner extraordinaire. Estate planning extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Can you put that on your business cards? Um, I'm pretty sure I'm, it's already on there. I, it's I'm a long sure, word. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you've seen a lot of uh, crazy, probably obnoxious things that some parents have left to their kids in their wills or in their trusts. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that's so, good. So do you have any, like... <laughs> 
good stories on what what parents have left left their kids? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a lot. I mean, it's uh, it's it's always interesting. There's never a, a dull day, and it's sure. you know, it's estate planning. So most people are like, wow. Death and dying. And yeah, really exciting stuff. Really exciting. Yeah, it actually is a very interesting uh, <laughs> area of work. But, but yeah, j- just recently had somebody come in, and uh, we were talking about you know the, he's got a, a minor child, just a little boy, one one not even a year old yet, and uh, was thinking, well, what what happens uh, with your assets if you pass away? I mean, how how are those going to sure. be used? How does how does your son get that? Because you don't want to give it to him when they're eighteen. Yeah. it's like he's eighteen. But he's That's like honestly dangerous. Right? Yeah. But he's like, honestly, you know, if we're gone and uh, before he's 18 and he turns 18 years old, I want him to have $5,000 to just have a freaking rager. I just want him oh, to just wow. like, bring that's his friends over to the, the house wherever he's living, get a, get some kegs, you know, do whatever you want, because that's going to be my gift to him. And I was like, you want me to put that in your trust? Right? Listen, I'm pretty sure I can't. Like, that seems illegal. You're I don't right? know why. Yeah. But so I didn't. I didn't put the word rager in the trust. But oh. we did. We did put a, set aside five thousand on his 18th birthday uh, to do whatever he wants with. And wow. that's the intent is have a rager. Hey, I'm, we're going to need to amend um, our yeah, you need trust to get information. Can we get that set up say. for else, please? Uh, so, so that God, one, that's funny. That, that one was great. fun. And then uh, often, I bet you've got all kinds of weird stuff. Well, oftentimes there are times where uh, clients don't. Don't really like their kids uh, oh. anymore. Uh, there's been a falling out. Uh, this is a dad podcast, so right. hopefully that doesn't happen to, to anybody. Uh, yeah, uh, decent, dad. yeah decent, decent dad. decent dad. Not, only, not, we're not just, a great dad. Not a just good okay. dad, but yeah. a decent dad. We're just yeah. okay. But yeah. they'll disinherit their children, and there, there was mm. one um, where they're like, you know, we've got three kids. You know, two of them are fine. They really don't need the money. One's just uh, just an idiot. You know, we haven't seen him. Uh, he's Gosh. a drug addict, whatever it is. And it's like, so we're not leaving him anything. So let's just leave everything to the dogs. Do and, 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 and this was like this is like two million dollars. This is this is millions. Of what does dollars. a dog do with two million? Dollars? Uh, well, it was it was basically this is my favorite answer. It was a it was a pet trust. So you set <laughs> up you pet, set up there's a, a dog trust. You set up a trust what? account for your pets, um, and you name somebody to be the guardian of those pets, and then use the money from that trust for their dog food oh and gosh. for their grooming and for their care and medical bills. And then when that dog passes, you can set it up where any other dogs you can just keep buying them and just take care of them. Uh, wow. Or or the money goes to the you human have society. dogs after death, right? Dogs after death, like post-humanist that, dog ownership. That makes that's zero bananas. Interesting, yeah. awesome, yeah. yeah, super. Well, and you've told wow. me before, like you had a parrot. I think you. I think I remember talking to you so about I a parrot trust. But that, but that has so parrots maybe somebody else. live to be like eighty or ninety years that, old. That's the thing; they live so, so long. Yeah. So so dogs, it's like, well, you know, that dog dies. That money's going to go to the humane society or whatever. But parrots live outlive their owners all the time. Yeah. So it's like we really need to set set this parrot up. You know, he's been a, he's been a great <laughs> little parrot. Guy. How will he live trust. without us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. You got some wow. interesting people that come through the door. That. That's very, so funny and so yeah. weird, and also yeah. I love it because at the end of the day, like if you've had a bad experience with your kids or you never had kids, because we inevitably there's going to be some some buds of ours that don't have kids. But you know sure. what? I really yeah. like my dog, and I don't. Want I don't something have any to pets, happen. So. Yeah, you don't. Do you because think, you're a bad. Dad. You know, I never thought about this. Do you no. think the dog just was like super entitled uh, afterwards right? <laughs> when he figured out <laughs> like yeah, you, two million bucks, bro? Yeah, yeah. you do owe be, me. You do owe me that. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. we're talking fifty cents a dog bone, that's a shitload that's of dog a bone, lot. son. That's a lot. That's what I'm thinking. Like two million dollars. Like how much dog food would that buy? Like, a lot. <laughs> like, a lot. Good um, night. <laughs> yeah, that's just a couple of thousand pounds. Yeah. Um, so we're getting relatively close to the end here. So. AP, tell us about your, well, 
forget it. Let's just go straight into it. It's dad joke of the week time. Mm. It's dad joke time. <laughs> so, Andy, do you have a good dad joke that um, Courtney hates and Eliza doesn't understand yet? And little mm. George will soon speak English and maybe he'll get it soon? So, uh, yeah, I'm not a huge dad joke person, but but one that did come to mind uh, that I that I'd heard recently was was pretty good. I think it I think it applies to our generation, kind mm-hmm. of from the from the '90s. Um, mm. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? Ooh. You you follow the Fresh Prince. Oh my god. <laughs> I was honestly thought it was going to be a play on the whole slap thing. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah I don't have talk no about idea. a talk about a career ruiner. <laughs> right. oh, that, was, that was good. That was good. That was, the other why, was, why is my reaction to all of these always uh, just a groan? Because right? that's what dad jokes elicit. It's but, just like, oh my god! The other really? dad should chuckle at the jokes. Sure. Sure. The, mo- the well, mom should groan. Here's what I do: is when I know it's a terrible joke, I will overlaugh. To make to make my just, <laughs> it's that good. and then they're just like, uh, please stop doing. Please that. stop. Please, please stop give it a rest. This, this is terrible. no good. It's awful. Uh, what about you? You got one? Well, you were talking about parrots earlier, so it made me kind of think of, uh, you know, seagulls actually. And so, uh, you know, why? Oh my God, we're getting so bad at the segways. Why do Why do seagulls fly over the sea? You guys know? Tell us to get to the seashore. I don't know. Mm, not quite. Because if they flew over the bay, they'd be called bagels. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting uh, thick in here, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting thick uh, in here. Oh, Brian, what you got? What, what, what's your dad joke of the week? Well, so we were talking, and it, I, again, it's one of these things where inevitably these conversations that we're having while the cameras are on, because we do have a little bit of an agenda, it's always funny to see, like, at least to some extent, the camera's on, so we're a little buttoned up. I mean, yes, we're still cursing, and yes, we're still telling funny stories, but inevitably we're not just going to talk as free as we would normally talk if the cameras weren't on. And I I ran upstairs to grab coffee and came back downstairs, and these two were talking about raking leaves and how... (laughs) Gosh, you know, our neighborhood, it was a it was a big thing many years ago where they were going to plant mature they were hoping to have mature trees. This in our is exciting for us now. All right, we're gosh, you should see all the leaves in my yard and and you know, you moved from a from a new neighborhood to an old neighborhood and so right. again, a bunch of really mature trees and lots of leaves. Reason 45, you know you're a dad. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Get excited about raking leaves, but that that was actually where my joke was coming from because it's the fall. It's it's all about leaves on the ground and so I was thinking about trees um and again we're a podcast we're on the internet so how do trees get on the internet mm. I, I just yeah i got I nothing I, it's, it's too much silence they just log on boys they just oh, log on just log that on. they just log do on do you get it andy log. why did everybody laugh at your jokes and nobody laughed at mine I, i'm feeling like this is a personal affront Again, to uh to me and mine you're, you're the youngest dad here so <sighs> I'm very upset that, that nobody thought good. that was funny. I laughed. I yeah. did. Did I not laugh? I, Playback. I smiled. <laughs> Run it back. Play it back. Yeah, cameraman. Cameraman. Um, is there anything else that we talked about or should talk about before we get out of here? Because I think we're getting pretty close you to know, time. You know, I think we nailed it. This is a great, great episode. Yeah. All right. Well, AP, we, uh, of course, are very excited that you've been here. Thanks for coming to hang out with us. Um, those of you out on the internet, a little call to action here. Um do all of the liking and sharing of subscribing on all the different social 
social media channels. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you can find stuff. At some point, we're going to get that all set up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Um, hopefully, we actually haven't done much of that at this point. Is this even recording? Oh. Um, hopefully. Uh, Are somebody we just talking to each other? The, somebody. I don't see the red light blinking, but you know, we'll uh, we got to do this yeah. whole thing again. <laughs> You mean we got to drink more coffee? Oh, yes. no, I hate that. This coffee's great. Very hoppy. <laughs> Very hoppy. Very hoppy coffee. Um, but yeah, thank you so much um, for being here, AP. We're excited to have our friends on. Absolutely. And uh, thanks for watching. So, uh, hey, way to go, Decent Dad. Nice work. All right. Appreciate great that. Job. Just calling you me a Decent Dad. Well. All right, folks. Thanks very much. We'll see you next time. Yeah, you're yeah, fine. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. the crowd, the, the audience would love to see you. Actually, could you? T- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Andy! <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's okay. Brian had his ass in the no, it was the, uh, camera frame I, on the last. Episode. I didn't think about it. I walked right across the front of it, and like I might have had my entire ass out. Might have had my entire like. It was a real problem. <laughs>